All right, everybody out there in podcast, radio, land, throughout the airwaves and universe that has decided to jump in here into the Fool's Forest with the original Fool and Pop Fool to you guys and gals again everywhere where you may be in earshot of us. Uh, just wanted to sit here and say we're back again. We're trying to get him back in the routine of these things and all kinds of stuff that's been happening and different things that have been kind of going down and what's basically been going on in different ways, shapes, and forms. Few things have happened since we've been gone for about a week or two. A few? Uh, yeah, a few. We've had a lot of stuff go down as far as um, I guess you would call it. Uh, lead directions or leaders of you know football clubs and all different kinds of things that basically have been happening some games have been won and lost along the way we're getting closer to the super bowl and we've also got some other things where as we've talked about before some econ economic and government stuff has overlapped into sports even though that's been kind of pushed under the radar so we're going to try to bring that up so we're just going to talk about again uh, a couple different things that have happened since our last episode some nfl results some things that we saw and some stuff that kind of went uh back and forth here and there uh and then talk about a little bit going on there and the main topic for this week uh is we'll basically look at NIL, name, image, and likeness issues that are going on right now here in the United States. Uh, specifically, what's going on, what's happening, what NCAA said, what they're doing, and then the basic overall paying for you know, basic college players and everything else. And then we also got some other different topics we're going to try to hit up, and then we'll try to do our fools fixings to finish off this week uh, with the championship round of the NFL playoffs coming up uh, before Super Bowl, I don't even know where we're on here, 52? 53? It's a five something. It's 50 something. I've lost, <laughs> 50 something. I've lost track of 67 and uh, 50. Never mind, I can't you, do the you math. Did. You do the math. <laughs> you do the math. Do the math later and come back to me and we'll figure out. So the first thing that we'll talk about here is, again, uh, the College Football National Championship has come and gone since our last episode uh, here. Again, University of Alabama, uh, ride, roll tide, rides high as far as all that, whatever you want to call it, and everything else that's been basically uh, going on. And again, it basically goes back to one of our last topics that talks about the different dichotomy of the haves and the have-nots and should this stuff change. Well, you know, some people said that the University of Alabama was considered a monopoly as far as all these different kinds of things that have basically been happening. So one of the ideas that was brought up, and I think I know the opinion that we're going to have uh, on this as far as this idea was, and this was in the USA Today, and some other people got kind of on the bandwagon of saying, is Alabama a college football monopoly? Well, we've talked about that before. No, they're not a monopoly, but everybody's getting all been out of shape over this idea of it's the same people over and over again. We're kind of reiterating the last uh, topic. But somebody brought up the idea of maybe they need to go the NFL route in college football. So whoever wrote this particular article, let's see here, uh, a writer from the USA Today, they don't even, I'm not even going to mention his name because they probably want to listen to this, uh, basically said, what if we set up a college football player draft? And, and I literally <laughs> laughed out loud and I said, look, 
I said, yes, there are some inadequacies, but you've lost your ever-loving mind. For one, if you think this is even physically possible, and two, to even think that this is even logical for something to happen out of this particular uh, idea. And I know that the Major Major League Baseball drafts kids out of directly out of high school. Well, guess what? We've already had these lawsuits from Maurice, Maurice Claret, and I don't even know how many other people where you're not old enough to be able to come in the college from straight to high school to the NFL, but... You can't force high schoolers that are freshly 18 to pretty much draft them into a college. You can't have that. Okay, now, if you were to find a way for people to break off and form a new league and maybe that would be a part of it, yeah, you could. But well, and, and the other thing you've got that's happened in the last several years is, is uh, you know, kids have even decided, they're not kids by the time they start deciding, although mentally they may be, yeah, uh, right. uh, the, the the portal thing, being able to to, to, yeah, to transfer out. They, yeah. They're making you know they're making decisions on this stuff all the time. And let me back up just a bit about this monopoly idea. Okay, uh, these sports writers, and I got nothing against young sports writers. They they do a good job, and they've got a better perspective on the the athlete of today than I would have. But. You know, to claim Alabama is monopoly, you can go back. I, I went back and I said, let's just see who we want to talk about a monopoly. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I went through and there's, you can go out. So well, the uh, first the, one the that college comes, football dynasty. The first one that comes to my mind is Oklahoma in the fifties. Yes, with that's Wilkins. exactly what I was going to say. And, and from 1953 to 1958, they won 47 straight games. Yeah. They went sixty three and one, <laughs> and, and and that's just one time Oklahoma. Then you come back and Barry Switzer, and then you come back and you had Miami with Jimmy Johnson, and then you you know everything you had to put in perspective in the time frame. Well, everybody would, everybody beats up on people that win, I and they agree. get tired of it. And and that's it's just like in, in NFL Green Bay in the sixties. People hated Green Bay because they won all the time. And Steelers in the seventies. And the Steelers in the seventies. Well, it's the, the same Patriots. thing. It's the same thing where haters are going to hate and people are going to whine. Everything goes through a cycle. Nick Saban will retire at some point, and God bless whoever has to take his place. I don't because they're doomed, just like everybody that took Bear Bryant. And, and you go back and you look at Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant is even. More successful than people realize he was. Well, but this is go the back thing. and look at his overall career. Well, this is the thing where they would talk about Bear Bryant has won now just as many championships as Nick Saban. The thing about Bear was he won them over about thirteen years. Yeah, Nick's won his five or six at Alabama. Six out of the last twelve years, they've been national champions. Right, and so he's won it in a shorter. Actually, time I guess frame. that would be seven out of thirteen. Something now. like that. Yeah, at least to that particular point. I don't know if you could equate Miami and then Oklahoma. You could definitely equate to this run because of how long it was yeah. and the longevity. Miami was two or three years where they were good before Jimmy went off to the. Cowboys. There's actually about it was actually about four, almost five. Well, there's a bunch of them that and, are in there and, if you go but, way but back. But people in perspective, oh yeah, seem like four or five years is forever. Well, but and, and it's it's yeah, it's well, a Lord, long time. Well, Lord, we've got our eyes through the microscope exactly. here where our blinders are on. Yeah. We don't look back and say, hey, well, there's been dynasties and there's been all other kinds of things. Every, technology and everything makes yeah. our attention span shorter and shorter. So, and, and 
just I, it, that part of it. I, it just, just it just made me absolutely laugh because it jumped on a topic we already talked about. Was sounds like somebody just needed they didn't know what to write. No, they just needed a story <laughs> to fill in for their week. But but that's what we already talked about. It is some things need to be changed in the college football playoff scheme because everybody doesn't like Alabama or whoever. Anyways, that was just one of the topics we wanted to kind of hit on at least at that particular point in time. And then another topic out of college football that's also come up uh, recently is a lot of coaches coming and going and fired. The most recent one, which is pretty close to the full force, is up in Knoxville, Tennessee, where Tennessee literally hired a search committee for the new athletic director who literally, as we were starting to make this show, we believe it was Dan White, the UCS, University of Central Florida, uh, has been confirmed is going to be the guy. So they're going to pay, supposedly they're going to, they paid sixty grand to start the search committee, uh, the Parker, Parker Executive Search Committee. Now, who knows? Uh, they're getting sixty grand up front, sixty grand on the back end, one hundred twenty all in. Their history at UTK or the University of Tennessee at Knoxville is not great. They got Derek Dooley as one, John Curry and AD who literally quit because people yeah. on Twitter got mad, and Conzo Martin who's now at the University of Missouri. They don't have a great track record as far as this. So yet again, here's another search committee well, that comes in and does it. And not just the search committee, the administration, the higher up at UT has, has been. Gave them the okay, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's you know, you've got... You talk about dumpster fire. I mean, I hate to say it, but but that's kind of what you got going on. Up there. Uh, it's 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 beyond a dumpster fire. But as we read this coming in, we haven't read a whole lot. But what I will say, this guy that this committee, I'm guessing, probably gave him the thumbs up, obviously, and said, "This is your dude." He has no U- Knoxville connections. He's a complete 180 from what they've done the past 15 years. So who knows? It may be an answer. That, it may not. That may be what they need. If you know, nothing else, they're doing something completely yeah, different. Yeah, normally, especially in the SEC, they're going to say, well, we need somebody that has some connection to the university. But but that, that's gone gotten to the point at UT where you need to look the other way, I'm afraid, and, and get somebody from the outside. But the other one, yeah, and talk about being from the that outside. That at least understands the culture yeah. to some extent. And being from the outside. Outside, the other thing that I wanted to kind of hit on because this just drives me crazy is the other person that was going to be involved was Jimmy Haslam and some other people that have their own thing. And then Peyton Manning supposedly said he's going to be in this committee, not just for the AD, but for the head coach. <laughs> so I have no issue with Peyton Manning. He is, I've watched everything he's ever done from playing at Knoxville, Indianapolis, Denver. I love his whiskeys. I love everything that he does. But the one thing that I will say right now, and I will go on saying, he has a terrible, terrible track record of picking people in authority when it comes to football. So far in his record, he went for John Curry. Uh, he gave the thumbs up for John Curry as the AD at UTK in Knoxville. He was gone literally within six months. Then he gave the okay for uh, Adam Gase with the New York Jets as far as all that stuff. That really went really, really well. Won a whopping one game. Yeah. And then another one that's even closer to the full force is he recommended a guy by the name of Tom Arth. He's looking to get a job with the, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers right now as a head coach for University of Tennessee Chattanooga in Chattanooga, and then he also recommended him for Akron in Ohio. Tom Arth has won a whopping total of, I think, what, seven total games in five years of being a head coach outside of D3. So he has a terrible, 
terrible track record of picking leaders in a football organization from any way, shape, or form. Well, so and, and I, I don't. I if Peyton Manning gives them the thumbs up. <laughs> I'm going complete opposite direction. Well, so I don't know what he's going to do with this. I don't know if he had a say in the guy that they got literally before we did this. If he has any say in who his coach is going to be for Knoxville and University of Tennessee, there needs to be some things that literally have some question marks. It's not 1996. It's not 1998. Phil Fulmer is gone now. He's going to get a million dollars for three years over this. And I, I just – Peyton Manning – has had a litany. He his record is awful. It is a dumpster fire. It is hot garbage. Well, when it comes to picking leaders, this goes back to 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 a larger point that I've brought up before about people that were superior in their sport. Right. They they play at another level that is completely different than anyone else, and they expect other people to be the same. And way. they expect other people the same way. And then the other thing about Peyton Manning, and this this is a good characteristic, but not when it comes to doing this sort of thing. He wants to like people. I mean, and yeah. he's never had trouble because think about it: the people that have coached Peyton Manning have not had to do a lot with Peyton Manning. It's true. They have said. Peyton, here's the scheme we're going to run, and Peyton will go, okay, and Peyton will run that scheme for you all day long, and he will give you suggestions, and they will realize that Peyton can do what we need him to do, and we don't have to say anything to him. And then then going back to what I said before, as far as being so successful as a quarterback, you can't pass that all. No. You you can pass on the, 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 the ideas but you can't pass on the execution. No. And, and and that comes down to his judgment for he would expect those people to have the same type of execution he would have, and even when it comes to coaches, and that, what he fails to realize, he made those coaches what they are in a lot of cases, yeah. the people he played for. Not that they were bad coaches. They weren't, but he made them that much better because he was Peyton Manning. Therefore, he thinks, yeah, these people can do the job. Well, Peyton, you're not there playing for them every day. So, no, they can't. Yeah, so that's the thing that I just, uh, God love Peyton Manning and everything else he does. I love his ESPN show, Peyton's Places, all this stuff. Uh, but your record of hiring and picking folks that you give your thumbs up is like I said earlier, it's hot garbage. It, it, and and I will say this right here, right now, unequivocally, if you could bet on this in uh, Vegas or on a sports book online, Peyton Manning will never be the head football coach at the University of Tennessee. No, that he will I don't know <laughs> I don't care how many outside people out there being a high school outside being a high school head football coach, I don't know how far he goes outside of that. If he ever does And he that. would do that for fun. Yeah, he would do that just because he needs something to do when he's getting older and he can't get around anymore. Yeah. So that's just some stuff that literally has hit on stuff we've already been talking about. Yeah. We've been talking about the search committees that are getting overpaid. We've been talking about is college football being run by a monopoly, is it need to be changed everything else. So now the next thing that we have even continued talking about before, it's kind of a rehashing again, name, image, and likeness stuff that's been going on. Right now, it's kind of been overlooked in a lot of places. Name, image, and likeness was supposed to be voted on this past couple of weeks ago. 
in early January about whether or not the NCAA was going to approve name, image, and likeness to be basically given the thumbs up and to be voted on later this year in April. So what they have now looked at is this idea of a couple of things. One, they're going to basically look at is this idea of antitrust, is the idea of name, image, and likeness an antitrust thing, meaning that the people signed up for this, the players knew what they were doing, and it's anti-competitive if they are able to get paid for their name, image, and likeness. What drove me absolutely crazy on this is the old administration of federal government under President Donald Trump and the Department of Justice literally came out and said, this is antitrust, anti-competitive behavior if the NCAA allows name, image, and likeness. I have lost my ever-loving mind because... <laughs> It is not anti-competition. It is, in my opinion, it is pro-competition because what you get is people literally are allowed to basically go out and shop their name, image, and likeness. Well, yeah. What's funny about that? That was the first thing that drove that, me crazy. What's funny about that concept is, you know, they're 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 against. I guess they're the, I, the only thing I can figure their rationale on that was well. The schools that have all the money will be able to do this a whole lot more than the other schools, so it's not fair. Which, well, guess what? But, but, but you know what? Well, that goes against everything that is the basis of those people's business mantra. Yeah. That's what kills me. We can argue the points of whether it's right or not. What kills me is that you're going to be that way on this year, this year but if it was, Something you, know, else, yeah. you know, if it's Acme Anvil's doing this, yeah. you wouldn't have, have any, any problem. Yeah, you wouldn't have a problem. So that was the thing that even goes crazier. And then. And, and, and just to speak to this, here's the thing about this is is how many players are going to be valuable enough to where you that image and likeness thing is going to be viable no. uh, it, 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 it's it's not going to be that many and 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 I just don't and then they're going to be gone in 3 years or maybe sometimes two well this is the thing that's even you know got me even crazier and all this other different kinds of stuff about this was the Department of Justice said this and then the NCAA was still going to vote but then the Supreme Court this past summer said they're going to take this up. I'm going to go ahead and call this one right now. Uh, after the judge and everything else, I don't see name, image, and likeness going through. I think they kill this. I think it's a 6-3 to three vote, and I think the Supreme Court absolutely kills name, image, and likeness because of what they believe this is. And again, this is something that I'll go back and I'll read. The idea and concept of student-athlete, that word and that idea is basically placated. It's played out, everything else. The guy who created it, literally the guy that created the term student-athlete, after he got out of the NCAA, said, we made this up on purpose. It's made up on purpose. You literally have the guy that created, let me see if I can go ahead and look it up, uh, the creator of the term student athlete. When he got out of the business, and it is a business of the Walter Byers, literally got out of this. He created it in the 50s. When he got out of the NCAA in the 80s, he literally went in front of people and said, look, it's a myth. We did this on purpose so we wouldn't have to pay them. And again, it's going to come to a point where I think the Supreme Court is going to squash name, image, and likeness. What I think the resolve will be is you're going to see a few people are going to recommend getting out of the NCAA. That movement is growing. Well, There are already basketball yeah. leagues that are creating themselves that are 
feeder programs in the NBA, there's a couple of cities that have literally started to create the secondary. Now, the other thing is what happened is the NCAA said, oh, we're going to wait to hear what the Supreme Court says. Well, guess what? If the Supreme Court doesn't make a decision very fast, the state of Florida, that name, image, and likeness is allowed. College athletes, including football players, can profit off their name, image, and likeness July 1, 2021. If they don't make that decision before then, it's going to be another massive landfill fire. Not just a dumpster fire. A whole landfill is going to be on fire with this stuff that's going to be coming down as far as everything else going on at this particular point in time. So it is absolutely crazy. And again, everybody argues, should the players get paid and everything else? So if you're going to be real about it, as Papa Fool basically said, you're not going to have that many people that are making millions of dollars. And the NCAA has gotten involved saying we're going to create a committee, we're going to have a pay, a pay standard. I'm saying, look, you can't control pay standards right now. If you think you're going to control how much people are getting paid, you've lost your mind. Players are already getting paid. If they get caught is the big issue right there. You're going to create some kind of committee that's going to put a cap on what you can earn. That is, again, against anti-business model, another issue altogether. Uh, they'll, they'll, yeah, hey, this is not as big a deal as everybody's making out of it, I don't, I don't think. But, you know, we, we'll see. And I'll go on the other side saying, look, most of these players, and, and, and I'm going to be honest, most of these players, in my opinion, are in it for the wrong reason. They are there to play football. They're not there to get an education. Yeah. Even though some of them are literally getting a forty, fifty thousand dollars education paid for, they ain't doing jack with it. Well, let's let's put it this way: the ones you hear about are like that. I'm sure there are still a lot of kids that go, "I'm going to be able to go to this college for four years well, and get a degree." And, it's true, but most of the big time FBS, your well, Texas, yes, your Alabama, uh, you're, the you're, ones that get the publicity. You're right. There you're are. Right. But you are correct. There are probably 80% of the players in the NCAA go off and use their, yeah. use their stuff. But, again, it goes back to this whole capitalism thing. The people that are getting most of the money are getting huge scholarships to huge universities that never use it. They go off and play pro sports, and then they, then they go well, back and get it. And, and, that, and, and from a historical standpoint, what you talked about with Walter Byers was they college football, they were playing off the, the – uh, the theory of the thought process that amateur athletics right. in general should be for the upper crust. Yes, not everybody Getting should paid play. money to perform an athletic uh, endeavor was unseemly. And really, in my lifetime, not in yours, but in my lifetime, I can remember when I got paid. tennis... Tennis was a huge deal. Tennis, yeah. there was no money in tennis. Tennis, well, all the championships, they were not professional. Now I'm sure they were getting money under the table. Well, we've talked about this somewhere, before. but but there was no money in championship tennis anywhere. And then you have, well, well we, we talked about we have before. a golf course here in town that is that is that will never host one of the best golf courses in the nation that will never host a professional tournament because it's it's dedicated to the amateurs but you got to have a ton of money to be able to get in this club and then but then and that goes back to the other thing is even back in the 60s 
and a lot of football players had to take second jobs. Yeah. And it wasn't seen as an elite job. It, that has transformed. Well, that's why the, 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 well, the NFL originally was looked at just, well, that's that's not that's not it's elite. Yeah. No, yeah well, Red Grange. You go yeah. back in the 20s with yeah. Red Grange. College football. Paying people to play football. College football was where it was at for a awful. long time. Yeah, it's terrible. So here's the end of the day. Uh, I, I unfortunately think the name, image, and likeness thing is about to be squashed before July 1. If it's not, that's uh, going to cause more problems. Um, you know, Florida is on the books this year. South Carolina's on the books this year. Ohio, all the states that are on the books that have name, image, and likeness are allowed in that state to go into effect the summer into the fall of 2021. Uh, I think that NCAA, I don't like it. I think it was a wise move because you don't want to get buried into this and you literally have wasted thousands of man hours or something that's not going to matter anyways. Yeah. You know? But what's going to, but on the flip side is what happens is the Supreme Court says we have no opinion and there's no resolve, then guess what? If they don't decide on it, you got till July 1, and if they don't do the case till June, you got less than a month to figure out how you're going to make this work because guess what? The cattle barn, the cattle doors being opened on July 1st in the state of Florida, which has huge college football programs. July 1, players are allowed to basically get money in that state. They can go start selling their name and their brand to places. They can sell their name and brand on Disney, even though Disney won't do it. Well, you, you can start selling your places to, I mean, you name it, the alligator farms or something. They'll be doing something, and, and I promise you that. So uh, my gut tells me, though, that this, uh, it was good in some way to delay the vote. I wish they would have voted through to go ahead and get started. Uh, they're being a little bit uh, reactive instead of proactive. Hopefully they'll have this, but I know the NCAA, they won't. They won't have any plan in place. Uh, for if the Supreme Court, I'm banking that they think the Supreme Court is going to squash this. My gut is that the Supreme Court will probably squash this too. Well, I guess my, I, my, I don't see them giving it the heads up. Yeah, the, am the I correct up. in saying the case has been submitted to the court? Well, they've already accepted. They're going. So they did accept yes. to give a ruling. Yes, okay. they are going to hear yeah. this case. Right. They, that's what this research we've done is the you know this, they accepted it back in the fall. They have accepted to hear this. They are going to hear this case this year. Gee, it seems like a high priority, doesn't it? I know, right? That's one of those things. Gives us a lot to talk about. Gives us a lot to talk about financially and everything else. So we'll see. I think at the end of the day, name, image, and likeness is about to get the death knell, uh, at least for the time being. We'll see what kind of happens as a result of that. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with it, but guess what? If they squash name, image, and likeness, you're still going to have McDonald's bags of money and things being handed out all over. Which the reminds me. Yeah. I, got, I stopped and got my number three today, and there my, was no cash. My, right? my stack was missing. I yeah. know, yeah. But my stack of free stacks of $1,000. Yeah, I wonder if that's what happened. I, yeah, I don't that, know. That the, the player drove through the specified McDonald's up there in Knoxville and, and ordered yeah. his number three and which pulled out of the, the way, parking lot. Which, by the way, that's and all not, he had were, were he got supersized, but didn't get. Yeah, that's uh, not been proven yet. <laughs> no, but if that's been proven, that's absolutely ridiculous. If that is the case, then shows out that you know, Pruitt and people in Knoxville got that. Oh, anyways, so that was just some stuff we wanted to kind of look at this week. Not a lot of football, uh, but some important games that we got left. The last time we were here, we had the wild card round. Uh, we got most of the stuff. Buffalo, we both had uh, going through there. We 
you got killed with Seattle. A win loss, we did pretty good. We, we, did, we lost Seattle. We yeah, lost. We lost Seattle. I, I original full ended up picking Baltimore. Proper full loss with the Titans. We both had a huge swing and a miss with the. I don't know what people were doing in Cleveland to basically be on the good side of the football gods. Uh, we both picked Pittsburgh, and that was a terrible mistake on our end. Well, I, then, think, I think what we didn't realize, which we, you know, it's easy, hindsight's twenty twenty, And that's more true than ever. Right. Uh, <laughs> Literally. It yeah. is. Uh, that's that, more that, profound that, than it's that, ever been. That Pittsburgh's slump was indeed a slump. I yeah, mean, it, it was a slump toward the end. Yeah, but uh, then this past week we had, you know, a lot of different things that ended up happening where Buffalo ended up taking Baltimore. Uh, a lot of people thought that would happen, and yeah, Tampa Bay uh, doing what a lot of people didn't think would happen, where they went uh, and got. You know what's interesting about that game is if you looked at, if you looked at Brady's stats, you'd be going, he had a crappy game. That, well, and he didn't really have. We'll a good talk game. about that in a second because yeah. we'll get into that. We'll talk about the picks for this week because I got a couple things to say about what's coming up uh, going into that. So this week. Moving into this, uh, just some fixings as far as anything else. So if you wanted to do just a couple of different bets, we'll see if we kind of go through uh, and match up as far as everything else. So what's one of your fixings you've got uh, for this week as far as just betting? Do you have one or you want me to are we talking? So are we talking just straight up or are we talking anything? Because I haven't looked at the spread. What's the spread on uh What's the spread on Green Bay and Tampa? Fifty-one. Uh, the spread or the total? Well, the spread and then the, the total. spread is Green Bay minus three and a half. The total was fifty-one and a half. Yeah, I take Green Bay. Yeah, you take Green Bay. I don't know about the over. Uh, so uh, that, the, uh, the under on that would probably be a good bet. So that's going to be your fixing. One of your fixings for yeah, this week is you'll yeah, take yeah. Uh, Green Bay. Minus three and a half. Yeah, as far as I'll stay away from going. over under on that. One. Uh, that one. So. I am actually, <laughs> uh, on the other side of that, I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over on 51 okay. and a half. So that, that was one of my fixings, at least for this particular okay. week, is what was going on. I had looked at what the weather's supposed to be. Have you Snowy. <laughs> so, but, but, but Green Bay is getting a couple of different things back, so I think that there could be a lot going back and forth. And I don't like either one of their defenses no. uh, to hold too much uh, Although check. Green Bay's defense has, it's better, has but it's, played better toward the end here. But it's yeah. still not, in my opinion, where it technically should be as far as everything else and what's been going on, at least to that particular point uh, in time. So that's just the first one. Uh, the next one, Buffalo at Kansas City. Uh, we got a total of 54, and the Chiefs are minus three. So what do you think as far as you got any fixings on that? What do you think as God, far as My that? gut. And, and what's the over-under? Uh, total is 54. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, I'll, I'll go ahead and do this one since you're pontificating on this. I actually have Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo at plus three. Uh, yeah, because I'm sitting there thinking, you know, you heard me ask about the weather. They're both going to be used it's to it. It's cold be, and snowy. It doesn't matter. It, yeah. These two are both used to that. So well, I, don't, I don't think home field is that much of an advantage for Kansas City. Yeah. Um, I, I, I tell you, just, just to play, since you're taking the points, I'm going to go with the over. Okay. So you'll take the over at yeah. 54. But I, I, like, I like your pick of Buffalo. Well, I think Buffalo I think Buffalo's just got to go things are going. Well, and, and Kansas City, to me, has dodged some bullets going down the, the – uh, uh, 
So here and now we'll just go ahead and pick the games because we're trying not to go too long over yeah. this. Uh, just picking Tampa Bay at Green Bay, who you got? Green Bay. Green Bay. I'm taking Green Bay, too. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is that that stuff and their defense was terribly deceptive. Drew Brees, four turnovers. Most of those passes were not bad decisions. The arm did not cooperate. It did not. Oh, Bouncing he, off people's shoulders, I, I told, all these things. I, I, the Tampa I, I, Bay defense was made to look I said all the night, I said the night it happened, he is nowhere near 100%. Yeah. Fortunately, two, you know, three, two years ago, uh, you gave me tickets to go see you and mom. Uh, me and mom go see tickets uh, to see New Orleans and Atlanta play. Yeah. And we were able to sit in the end zone where Watch. New Orleans warmed up. And let me tell you, folks, if you've never been to an NFL game, and been able to watch an NFL quarterback warm up, you do not appreciate yeah. how accurate they are and how hard they throw that ball and just how consistent they are. And that was, I watched Drew Brees that day, and then he tore him apart in the game, too. That was not the Drew Brees that I saw two years ago. No. Oh, on Sunday wasn't. night. And I, he knew it. Yeah. He, he knew it. Yeah. He couldn't go deep. No. Uh, and there was a and, lot of and, things. And a couple of those got tipped. But he was throwing behind people. He was throwing high. Uh, it just was not Drew. And, and I think Drew knew it. And then Taysom, what I didn't understand about that was you had the one-trick play with Winston in there. Yeah. Why didn't you use him more? Why yeah. didn't you use him more? Taysom or Winston? Winston. Yeah, well, Taysom Hill was hurt. Well, no, that's what I'm play. saying. Taysom was hurt, yeah. and you knew that, and you did the one play. I mean, you can't run a trick play every time, yeah. but it worked. You can't run a gimmick play every time. And he's a good athlete. Maybe I mean, try it again, yeah. You knows? know, I, I don't know. It, and but, then the next one, uh, Buffalo, Kansas City. Who you got straight up? Who you think? I'm right? taking Buffalo. Uh, I also... It will probably be made to look foolish on this. <laughs> but I am also taking Buffalo because I like their defense. Everybody said, well, Buffalo can't run the ball. Well, guess what? Buffalo can't run the ball from a running back position. Josh Allen can run the ball just enough from a quarterback position in the cold weather because guess where he played all of his games yeah. in college? Wyoming. Guess what? He's used to that weather. He knows what to do. And Patrick Mahomes is great. He's still great. I don't care about the concussion protocol, whatever it is. He's going to play. They still don't have Le'Veon Bell can't run the ball yet, and if Edwards-Alaire is not back, they can't run the ball right. enough. Now, it may be a 48-45 to 45 game. It may be a shootout, but I think Buffalo has enough bullets in their guns to be able to compete if it's a shootout to be able to do that. And here again, this kind of goes back to what I saw and didn't really pay that much attention to with Pittsburgh at the end of the year was that I see Buffalo getting stronger every game and, and not that Kansas City's actually got weaker, but they 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 they, they didn't they didn't play up to their they haven't standard. played as well as they played earlier in the year. Yeah, right? and maybe that was because it was, it was their first week back after who knows what and was going Diggs on. Diggs is hot. Right yeah, now. there's a lot of things going on there. So those are just kind of our fixings. One more time to remind you our fixings here. Uh, Papa Fool has Green Bay minus three and a half. I'll take the over in Green Bay. Tampa Bay is a fixing. Uh, Papa Fool is going to take the over fifty four plus over fifty four in the Buffalo Kansas City game. I'm going to take Buffalo 
to cover the spread, plus three there. Uh, and then we both picked the same teams, Green Bay and Buffalo, to meet in the Super Bowl, whatever number it is, uh, in Tampa Bay, at least at this particular point in time. So we'll see. Time will tell as far as everything else. Uh, we're going to kind of do a pause for the calls and call it a day and a week. Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed it. This is the original Fool with Papa Fool coming to you guys. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Catch y'all on the flip side. I hope you've enjoyed and got a dose of what we've been laying out for you. Be safe, stay healthy, whatever it is you're doing out there. Uh, and again, from the Fool's Forest, check us out here at TBFOLS on Instagram. Anywhere you get your podcast, check out the Backwards Fools. We're on there for you guys to be streaming and just take about a half hour out of your day to let your mind escape and get listening to us pontificate and prognosticate of the prognosticators of prognosticators figuring out what's going on. Catch y'all, yeah, catch y'all on the flip side. <laughs> Hope y'all have enjoyed it. All right, we'll see y'all. Talk to y'all later. <laughs>